Okay, so episode 10 of Cheap Cologne, we officially changed the name. How do you like it so far, Brian? One sec. I got a little technical difficulty. One sec. One sec. We'll start over. No, it's all right. It would, it would add to it, I feel like. Okay. You think people are really going to wait on you just screwing in your microphone? Yeah, I think it's fine. It's not the only thing you're trying to screw this week. Hey. We're starting. Okay, we're here. Okay, we're oh, here. Hey, all right, hey, so what's up, guys? Episode 10 of Cheap Cologne. How do you feel about Cheap the name change? I think it's much better. Uh, I think we should give dating advice. Okay. Right now? No, just in general. I think that should be like our thing. Okay. Is we tell we tell fuck boys how to fuck, you know? <laughs> well, I can tell them how to not to do it. Uh, with exactly. You. That's why it'd be fun. With you did you Sunday. give me water with shit in the cup? I did. Why would you do that to me? My bag will be shit on God damn it. On a Sunday, I think I know Brian's salty about We were at a house party. And just to give a little backstory. We weren't at a... It wasn't a house party. So keep going. It wasn't a house party, though. <laughs> I mean, there was people at a house party. What do you call that? Yeah, but a house party is like, you know, what you did back, like, like Project X. That's like a house party. This was more of like a kickback. You have, none of us have ever been to a Project X party. I take that back, actually, I have. Yeah. Uh, back yeah. in the day. It's been, it, was, it was pretty crazy. Yeah. Uh, so we were invited to this party over the weekend, a boat party slash kickback afterwards after the boat party. Um, the girl that invited me, told me which girls were single and which ones are not, okay? And I specifically even asked her, I used you as a prop, Brian. I said, yeah. hey, can you tell me which girls are not single so Brian doesn't hit on one Yeah. that's not single? She goes, yeah, these are not the single ones. I forget to tell Brian that, of yeah. course. Yeah. And we're at the party. Brian's chopping it up with the girl. And the host who invited me and Brian comes over. She pulls me in the corner and says, hey, can you tell your friend to tone it down a little bit? He's getting a little flirty. That girl's taken. And yeah. I told the girl, I said, hey, that's all right. That's his personality. He actually does the same thing to me too. And she goes, okay, and then walks off. And then I tell Brian what happens. And Brian, what are you, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think it's stupid. You know, like what? So we're just flirting a little bit. What's the big deal? Maybe I'm just having a conversation. Maybe that's it. What you think I'm gonna come up and steal your steal you from your boyfriend? You think that's how uh, suave I am? We know that wasn't going to work. Okay. And the girls that were single were definitely out of my league. Okay. They were housewife material. They were nines out of tens. And I was like, there was no way I got a chance with them. But that girl's a seven. I feel like I can go after that. Boyfriend or no boyfriend? What did you say to her? I didn't. I, nothing. I just, we were just talking. And I was like, oh, what do you do in life? You know, just chopping it up. I, the only compliment I gave her, I said she had nice hair. That's yeah, okay, there you go, boom. Not even I like I just nice hair. I say that to you. <laughs> no, I don't because you're balding. But I say that to other people sometimes, you this, know. This is how I imagine the conversation went. Hey, you got pretty eyes. So what do you do for work? Oh, cool, you got really nice lips. So uh where are you from? That's no, the that's the conversation I'll probably win. Like, yeah. No, dude, I felt like I was playing it very cool. Especially in the situation we we were on a boat. With eight honeys. <laughs> New Jersey honeys, bro. I felt like for not having underwear on, I felt like I kept it pretty well under control. You, did. you know what I'm saying? And I stood up on the on the wake surf, baby. Yeah, pumped. Oh, oh. Didn't ride it, but stood up. I'm going to have you take a step back because you actually took a different tone after the party when you were actually mad and said stop flirting. You said that's her boyfriend's fault for not having a lockdown for her yeah. not shutting you down faster. Yeah, there shouldn't even be a chance for me. <laughs> if the man's holding it down properly, there shouldn't be a chance for me to slide in. You know, who said that? I think it was 2 chains that said, 
your girl's flirting with me or something along those lines. Like there shouldn't even be the chance for me to come. You live in a different state. If you're giving me those eyes and that smile, your boyfriend's not doing something right. So what she was, what was she supposed to do when she came up and talked to you? Or you talked to her? No, no, no. You went and talked to her. Um, act like the, <laughs> the hot chick did. She kept saying, uh, she didn't even know my name. She just kept going, hey, Trent's friend. That shows, okay, I got no chance. She doesn't even know. She has no interest in me whatsoever. I stay away. Not even going to make jokes to try to make you smile. You didn't yep. think maybe she was the hot, you know, the hot girl. You kept saying that, kept calling you Brian's friend. You don't think she may, might have been just playing hard to get? No. <laughs> I think she's going to marry an NBA basketball player one day. <laughs> she she probably know? could. I think she's going to make a hell of a wife to a rich person. Yeah, well, and then she'll still refer to you years later as, oh, you're Brian's friend. Yeah, not when I'm on Netflix, bitch. <laughs> no, she's going to see you on Netflix and be like, oh, that's Trent's friend. friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's rich now. Oh my God, I need a rich husband. And then she's going to know my goddamn name. Yeah, there you go. Well, no, so um, we needed to cover that, of course. Hey, one sec. Let me ask you about this. This is a premise I wrote down. Okay. Tell me if you think it has legs, all right? Um, so I think men should be the only ones that are allowed to play the lottery. Okay. Right? Because women get the chance to marry rich. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So you should just leave the chances of us getting rich off the lottery to the men. Because if, if you want to, you can go marry a rich old dude, and now you're rich. I don't understand. Yeah, I don't really understand either. <laughs> I just thought it was funny, and I wrote it down. There was that girl in Canada who won a million dollars. And I, I'm not saying that she, no, not only women blow it, men blow the money too, but uh, there was a girl in Canada that won a million dollars and went broke because she partied all the money away. Yeah, it's only a million dollars. Only a million dollars. Only a million dollars. I bet you would love to have only a million dollars yeah, right now. You're right. I would, but I would... I would I would buy a house, buy a, a brand new Mercedes, um, buy some Bitcoin, and then I got like $200,000 left. Guess what I'm going to do? What? Party. <laughs> you know? It reminds me, when you say only a million dollars, makes me think of that article I saw a couple weeks ago when Bill Gates got the divorce. And it said his kids are only going to get ten million a piece. Yeah, <laughs> I, I can yeah. do a lot of I can hey, do a lot of damage with hey, ten million. Son, so um, I know this isn't a lot, but if you want to start your own tech company, you totally could. That's what ten million does for you. I don't know what I would do. I would I would either want to do something like that, or maybe just like have a regular job, but just have no worries. Like working at Target. You no, know, like. Being in radio, <laughs> but they, they don't pay you anything. But I'd be like, just no worries. I'd have fun. I'd have fun on radio every day. Yeah. And I'd go home to my million dollar house with nine million dollars left. Yeah. True. True. Um, I don't even think about what I would do because it's not feasible. You know. Mm -hmm. There's no way. I'm like, what if just money just dropped into my lap? Like, I don't even play the lottery. I don't even have a chance. I don't know. Okay. Well, we'll see what I do later. Bowling alley. Um, personal chef. Those are the two things I would go for. Can I tell you how you could be rich? How? I watched a movie last night about the mob. They, they were pretty rich, Brian. What do you think about that? Yeah. They're you, the mob. Would you do it? Being the mafia? Yeah. Back in the time when maybe there was no cameras. <laughs> yeah, you can't get away nowadays, with it. They're lucky they got absolved 20 years ago. They'd have no chance nowadays, dude. Let me, let me tell you about this movie I watched last night called Kill the Irishman. Did you ever watch that? Yeah, like... A year ago, to you. Do, do, do you remember it? Yes. Okay, you know it was a real life movie, right? Kind of. It's yeah. about Danny Green. 
Yeah, yeah. Not the best. I heard it player. wasn't. I heard it wasn't entirely true. But. No, I, I looked it up. Like I was reading stories, it matched up pretty well with the movie. Yeah, yeah. But I heard he wasn't like that badass. Oh well, that was the movie. You know, at the end, like, when he like doesn't snitch. Yeah. Yeah, I heard he wasn't like that hardcore. Well, not not his character wise, but like the events that happened were true. So, like, just to give you background, I want to. This is it's going to lead to some conversation. Okay, so just to give background to people listening, so like Danny Green, who's pro- who's part of the crime war in Cleveland in the 1970s, he was in a mob and he was facing other mobs in Cleveland trying to take over the city. 36 car bombs were set off during the, that time of the year of the war between the crime, between the mobs. 36 car bombs, Brian. Could you imagine living in a city where car bombs are going off, you know, twice a year or whatever, you know? Like, could you imagine that? That'd be insane, wouldn't it? Twice a year, or not twice a year. Sorry, once, twice a month, or maybe once a month a year. A year, excuse me. Yeah. Sorry, twice a year is not that crazy. Yeah, those definitely ain't Pablo Escobar numbers. Shit, thirty six car bombs. Okay, so that that's insane. And then uh, the the part where I wanted to get to the two scenarios I wanted to ask you about in the movie, where I sat to myself and thought, what would Brian do? Okay, so in the movie, Danny Green, who was a real life mobster, he also now this is in the movie, but this happened in real life. He was part of this one mob before he broke up and made his own mob. He asked, like, the mob boss if he could get him 50, I think it was 50 grand, so he could start a legit business, like a, a restaurant, so he can, you know, kind of clean up a little bit and not be so, so much in the mob anymore. The mob boss says, yes, I'll go to New York City and visit another, you know, mafia, the Gabino crime family. They'll give us the money, and then I'll give you the money, and then, of course, you'll have to pay him back, but you'll have your money to start the business. So he sends for a courier to go to New York City to get the money, because there's no Venmo at the time, and bring it back. The courier gets the $50,000 from the Gambino family, decides to just screw over, you know, Danny Green and that guy, use the money to get cocaine instead, and ends up getting busted by the police. So, like, that money's never recovered. The money, you know, the cocaine and the money is recovered by the New York police when that courier is busted. But... The guy who sent the courier, you know, that was messaging to the Gambino family, hey, I need 50 Gs, I'm going to send the guy, you know, bring it back, I'm going to give it to one of my guys. The Gambino family said, hey, all we know is you sent a guy for 50 Gs, you know, we don't have that 50 Gs anymore, you owe us that money back, okay? So the guy that facilitated that whole process told Danny, you owe me 50 Gs so I could pay the the Gambino crime family, and Danny Green's like... I don't know you 50 G's. I never got the money from the courier. Yeah. And then so the mob boss tries to kill Danny Green because of that. Like, yeah. okay, well, we have a problem. We'll try to whack your ass now. So, Brian, my question to you is if... <laughs> Jesus, that was a lot. I know, story. I know. So if 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 you if your boss sent for you to get 50 G's, but you had nothing to do with it getting stolen before you even got to it, your boss is yeah. like, hey, you need to pay me 50 G's so I can pay the Gambino crime family, what would you do? I would say, was that your... Courier or mine? <laughs> That's what he said in the movie. He goes, Game that was over. yours. Game over. <laughs> and the conversation, you, bro, we're already in a war. We can start a side battle. I don't give a shit. You need me. I'm one of your top killers. You need me. A side battle? Yeah, you want to go to war, bro, I'm down. I'll, I'll, I'll give my wife a gun. We're in this together. My children are children warriors. Let's do this. I'd be pissed. So the real question back to you was that your courier or mine? <laughs> yeah. It's a simple, that's a simple question. It sounds like you're trying to rob me right now. <laughs> it sounds like you were trying to flip some cocaine. And now you're trying to... That's not how that works. It's not how it works. Best, Fight me! Best part about it, 
the Gambinos, when they said you, you're giving us the 50 G's back, oh, plus interest, by the way. Yeah. Like, that's what make it, makes, it, makes it even worse. So. Yeah. But, so there you go. That That's the, and then here's the other one I wanted to ask you. That's probably what I would say, too. Wait, like, wait. Go ahead. What? Wouldn't you send someone you kind of trust? <laughs> exactly. That's a lot of money at that time. 50 G's. And you just sent, like, your nephew, who's been to rehab twice? <laughs> Wow, you would have to say, like, I would go myself. You know, that's like, imagine someone you nowadays say, hey, go pick up a million dollars in New York City. Guess who's going? Me. I'm going to make sure it's safe, you know? It's a million dollars. I'm about to change someone's life. So you would go do the job yourself? Yeah. Yeah, I would. The guy that played the, the boss that facilitated that whole trade was Christopher Walken, so you can only imagine like how good of an actor that was or acting scene that was. He's like, this is going to be a courier. He's going to go get the money. He's going to bring it back. And then a couple of days later, I was like, bad news. The courier never made it back. He got picked up by the police. And by the way, you need to pay back the $50,000 to the Gambino family. <laughs> you know, Trey, that was such a good Christopher Walken impersonation. Thank you. I think you should start doing that at parties. Oh, God. I think that's that's how you're going to get laid more than you've ever been in your life. <laughs> is just start doing that everywhere you go. And be like, hey, guys, this is my this is my Christopher Walken. Right? Hey, what's your name? My name's Trent. I got, a, I got a podcast called Cheap Alone, Cologne. Hey. I do this more often on the podcast. You sound more like um, um, the guy from The Godfather than you do Christopher Walken. <laughs> you come in with the... The day of my daughter's wedding. I'll have to get a soft song. Yeah, ask me for a favor. That's what you sound like, dude. You sound like you're dying from throat cancer. <laughs> the other question... Christopher Walken. That was so bad. Okay. The other question I wanted to ask you from the movie is, in real life, there were four attempts. So after Danny yeah. Green and Christopher yeah, yeah. Walken, you know, they get in a fight, yeah, which yeah. happened in real life, he breaks off from that mob, starts his own mob, and all of a sudden there's a bounty on his head. They're going to kill him, right? Right, right. There was four attempts to kill him, and it didn't happen. So Danny Green, he went on the news in real life. Like, the news asked an interview, because they knew what was going on. And on the news, he was like, yeah, he kind of bragged about it. Like, yeah, they're trying to kill me. The mafia's maggots. And by the way, if they're trying to find me, this is where I'm at right here. Pointed and showed him the news where he was, like, working slash staying. Would you have the nuts to do that? To tell the mafia where you're living slash working? Yeah. During yeah, a war. No, but I'm also not a stone-cold killer. <laughs> you know, maybe if I was a killer and that's what I did for my life, you yeah. know, was take people... If I was an assassin, yeah, maybe I wouldn't be scared because I have no conscience anymore. <laughs> you know, half of my soul has been sold to the devil. <laughs> Ain't no one got time to be like, right now, me, the big goofy guy, that's like, hell yeah, bro, I'll take on anyone. No, I'm scared of guns. I'm. That's the one thing that brings my big ass down is a gun. Someone has a machete, I'll, I'll fight you. You know, someone has a gun, I'm like, ah, run away like a little bitch. Dude, the news needs to bring back wild interviews like that. Could you imagine an interview right now if there was a gang war in Austin? They were interviewing the gang members like through, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. as the war was happening, like, all right, so the Crips, they try to kill you this afternoon. So as the blood leader, how do you feel? Like, could you imagine that? That would get some high no, ratings on the news. No, I think it'd be cool if they, uh, like Mexican Mafia. You know, like the cartels. Yeah. If they interviewed them. Like, hey, why'd you do this? Well, they do that now on Netflix, though. I'm talking about, like, the live news. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about, like, live news. Oh, like, okay. they were in there And they were like, hey, um, why'd you behead this guy? And he was like, because it's either him or me. I kind of <laughs> have to, you know. That would be way more interesting than Bloods and the Crips, dude. That's that's how you're going to get, the news is going to get their ratings back, doing wild interviews like that. Like, just, this is an off story, but... 
it made me think of it. I was watching the news one time, and there was a girl in Detroit, for just no reason, I guess, was telling everybody in the neighborhood she had HIV. Nice. And, That's and, something you want to tell in the news. She's in, a good person. And the news interviewed one of the partners that she had sex with. Nice. And, and when they did like the, you know, they do like the name while they're interviewing them, it said the person's name and under it said, had sex with victim. I thought that was hilarious. And nice. like, it was the most raw interview, Brian. They were like, so like, were you scared? He's like, hell yeah, I was scared. I thought I had HIV. <laughs> <laughs> Does he? No, because she was lying. Damn. So yeah, she lied to like that whole neighborhood and like the and, like put it on Facebook and like they interviewed one of the guys she had sex with and he was like, Hell yeah, I was scared. I thought I had HIV. <laughs> Why would anybody lie about that? <laughs> I don't know. Like, even if you're a crazy person, why? Why would you make that up? You can make up so many better lies that make us what you I have AIDS. Okay. So let me tell you this now. This is going to get to another conversation. There's a guy that I know. I need to get him on this podcast. He has some of the wildest stories you've ever heard. He told me one time, like 10 years ago, he's like 35 now. He was just super sick and he could not figure out what it was. Like, you know, real fatigue, just, you know, all that BS. Goes to the hospital. He's like barely conscious, but not dying. He's just so weak. You know, they can't figure out what's wrong with him. Doctor tells him he tested positive for HIV. Nice. And then he, so he, you know, took, you know, took a moment, you know, gathered himself for a couple days, ends up calling girls from the past, you know, couple yeah. of months, tell yeah. them what's up. Yeah. And then he goes to another doctor, I guess, for like treatment or whatever. He goes and they do tests, and that doctor's like, you don't have HIV. Who told you this? He's like, that doctor did, you know, from the other hospital. He goes, no, you don't got HIV. What the hell? So he goes back to the other hospital and's like, you told me I have HIV. They're like, we never told you. It's like, yeah, you did. Like, I was sitting right there and you told me I have HIV. And they're like, we never told you that. And he's like, okay. And then he calls all the girls back and tells them, never mind, false alarm. I don't have HIV. Damn. How does that That's How does that happen? That's a story from my buddy. That's not like from the YouTube. So when he told me that story, I was mind blown. Like, could you imagine being that woman and getting that wait, call? Wait, 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 wait. Be the doctor and tell me I have HIV. Okay. So, Brian, we've done tests and all that. Uh, this is not that crazy, but we need to let you know that you have HIV. Not that crazy. That's <laughs> a different segment. Man. But at least it's not cancer, right? <laughs> yeah. Right? <laughs> Either way, you're screwed, but... I mean, I don't know. That's a, that's that's a horrible story, dude. I'm so... That sucks. Dude, it was the most intense story he's ever told me. Like, yeah. one, you're going to collapse from just, like, be devastated. And two, imagine those poor girls he called. And, you know, no matter... I think it was, like, 48 hours before he could tell them false alarm. Not even, but could you imagine the sense of relief getting that call? <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, I'm just... I'm just... I was just... I was just fucking with you. I don't really have HIV. Oh, thank God. Oh, my God. I thought you were serious. <laughs> I was, literally, I had a gun in my mouth. Right now. <laughs> Thank you. you. Oh my! You're, you should be a comic. That was so. That was the best thing I've ever heard in my life. That's so funny. How long would you wait to tell people if if you tested positive for HIV? Um, on my deathbed. Oh, <laughs> you wouldn't tell anybody. I mean, I haven't told anyone I have herpes yet. You know, so. Do you? Nah, I don't know. Who knows? I shared drinks with you, Brian. Are you sure? No, bro. Everyone has those type of herpes. I'm talking about the fun kind on your dick. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Those, yeah that's the only herpes that matter. You got it in your lip. Whoop de do. A pimple pops up once in a while. I'm talking about the ones that really affect you. You know. <laughs> you know how long I would wait to tell anybody I, I had HIV? Forty eight hours. <laughs> yeah. 
based on the story because it was 48 hours before he got yeah the false positive yeah having a hiv is like a, a murder yeah. you gotta wait you gotta figure it out in 48 hours <laughs> <laughs> but i he told me that story and i was just like on the floor i was like this needs to be like on a freaking yeah. tv show have you ever have you ever had any calls like that no no never yeah i've never had any calls where a girl was like hey so it's like i got uh, i'm trying to think if so, I just kind of just ignored it and just waited for something bad to happen to me. And if it didn't, then I thought I was fine. Yeah. <laughs> to Have be you honest. ever had an STD test? No. Me neither. No, I'm just going to assume I'm fine until... <laughs> until someone calls me and it's like, hey, I have gonorrhea, you that, know? Or until my dick turns green or something. <laughs> yeah, until yeah. it starts to hurt while it's peeing. Yeah, yeah something yeah. like that. Yeah. So, no, I, I've never done it. This, is, this is my rule, right? Um, first of all, no one likes using condoms, right? But if the girl is very hesitant... About about not using condoms, right? Like she's like, uh, like 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 indecisive. Then I feel like I can trust her. Mm-hmm. You know, if she's telling me like, ah, oh, just put it in, just put it in. I don't trust that shit. Because how many other people do you just tell, just put it into? You know, girls that are safe. I'm like, now I want to take it off because I know you're clean. You know. Would you be brave enough to go raw dog on a straight up prostitute? Uh, no. <laughs> um, but I have known a really hot chick with HPV. Which is, you know, what you get, like, before HIV. Yeah. And she was so hot, I was like, I would take the chance. Oh, my God. Where was yeah. this girl at? In California. Hell no, dude. Are you yeah, serious? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's other hot girls in this world. Like, no, but this girl was, like, very hot, you know, like a 9 out of 10. What is HPV? Is that a lifelong disease? Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it's, like, the precursor to HIV. Okay, I'm looking. Super herpes. Oh, it says it's usually harmless and goes away itself. That's what it says. That's not what I've heard. Well, then she might have said, I have HPV IV. <laughs> no, I, I heard it stays with me forever. Oh, uh, well, then I'm... I heard there's like outbreaks. It's like herpes where there's outbreaks. Sounds like the kind of girl would shake her hands with gloves on. Like, you're just, I'm like, no. nope, I'm good. I'm like, thank you. You would, be, you would be blessed for this girl to be in your presence. Yeah, I, and I think I'm good. Like, I'm healthy and she's not, so I, I think we... Yeah, can. but that's not like not healthy. That's just like a sexual disease. Everyone gets a sexual disease once in a while, you know? Okay. Can you imagine living in a time where there wasn't sexual diseases? I think there was, they just didn't know. No, I don't think so. Like in the, what was it, like the 60s? The swinging 60s. HIV, AIDS in the 60s? No? Okay. Was that, was that the 60s? I believe so. Or was that the 70s? No, because remember, that's what Jenny dies from in Forrest Gump. Jenny! Don't you remember that? Uh, no, I don't remember the time period, though. I'm going to look it up. When did AIDS start? Uh, 1981. Stop. June 1981. When did it start? Yeah. I wonder how that came out of nowhere. It almost makes you want to think it was created. Yeah, that's what you want. Yeah, you believed in COVID, but that's what you want to say. No, I did not believe in COVID. I think COVID was created somewhere. (laughs) Like, I'm not... I I totally think COVID was created. Like, in the 60s, that's when they were going to swinger parties and shit. That was my... That was my third past life. Okay. I was a swinger in San Francisco. Banging. Banging. If you could if you can go back in time to the nineteen eighties, where would you uh what city would you be in? To the eighties? Yeah. Why do I want to go back to the eighties? Miami duh. No. Don't the eighties were not that good of a time. Okay. Everyone was on cocaine. Everyone was scared. Um yeah, rock music was cool, but that's not worth it. 
we live in a pretty decent time right now, I would say. That's why Miami Vice is one of the greatest shows of all time. They lived a time that people like me fantasize about for the rest of our lives. Why? Dude, it's you watch that show, you want to talk about just wanting to kick through a brick wall, you're so fired up. Every episode is about busting drug dealers. Yeah, just it's so cool because like Sonny Crockett or like Tubbs, they'll walk into like the strip club, you know, and there'll be some like 80s beggar going on in the background. They're wearing the gold chains with the white blazer. They got the pistol in their, you know, their belt loop. And then all of a sudden some guy with an Uzi starts shooting at him and they're just like shooting back. And it's just like the greatest show of all time. That's what you consider fun? It was so much fun. That sounds god awful. How many, I, I love it because in every episode, Sonny Crockett gets shot by, by an Uzi, gets a, a guy shoots an Uzi at him. How many times would that have to happen to you in real life until you retire? Once. <laughs> One time. What if the police department offered you an Uzi back to even the playing field? No. <laughs> I would just start doing the drugs. I would just join their team. I'd be like, this seems much more fun, you know? It seems like you guys got it locked down over here. <laughs> you got machine guns? Over here risking my life? There's 16 of y'all with 87 bullets each. Ain't no one got time for this, dude. <laughs> y'all got grenades? Okay, yeah. I'm joining y'all. That's what? a rocket launcher? Jesus, who are y'all? ISIS? This is crazy, dude. <laughs> All right, I'm going to go ahead and switch sides here. crazy. No, man. All right, so if you had to live in a time period, what time period would it yeah, be? Yeah, I just told you. 1980s Miami, Florida. 80s Miami, Florida. Yeah. Dude, you would stick out like a sore thumb there. How? I would be dressed like them. Yeah, but you're a ginger in Miami, Florida. They would call you El Gringo. Yeah. You know? <laughs> All right, maybe that or fine. What did you do, cocaine? No, I'm a cop. Oh, so you're a cop. <laughs> yeah, I'm a cop. And, okay, so that's that's what you would do. Yeah, but I would be part of Miami Vice. Okay, so you're not scared of like any of the bodies getting chopped up or the planes blowing up or the car bombs or uh, the, the AIDS or <laughs> nothing like that? No, because like in Miami Vice, they give all the police Lamborghinis to drive. <laughs> So I'm assuming, like, if I'm being chased, I'm getting away. I'm, I have a Lamborghini. Like, yeah. So ain't what nobody going to catch me. You think there's traffic? <laughs> I would drive off the freaking grass if I had to. In a Lamborghini? Yeah. Big Lamborghini's driving grass? But I would get away, trust me. Like, I, I don't trust away. you. I think you'd be dead inside of a week. You know, you know what? To be honest, I, even though it's against the rules, I'd probably illegally go buy a Uzi and have one in the car just in case. Like, worst comes to worst, I'm pulling out the Uzi. Well, you're a cop. Yeah, I don't care. Who's like, going to stop you? Other cops? Yeah. Like, That's not how that works. Yeah, I'd buy an Uzi. Like, you, you just show off your Uzi. to the event. <laughs> Yo, look at this Uzi I just got. No, 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 no. Hell it, yeah. It'd be my secret weapon. Like, I would have the 9mm, you know, as my primary what, weapon. What happens when someone's good at shooting <laughs> and you're spraying <laughs> with your Uzi and someone just posts up on you? Scarface style, right in the back, boom, dead. Brian, if I'm letting off an Uzi, they're not going to just sit in place and wait for me to finish. They're going to run off. No, all you got to do is duck. It only has dirty <laughs> bullets, and then it it's probably going to get jammed. It's not like Uzis <laughs> are the most effective weapon. I probably had at least three clips with me. Yeah, but you still got to reload, so now you get rushed a little bit. It's now they just moved up on you. Dude, it'd be easy to reload an Uzi. Just, you just drop it out and put a new one in. It's not like fucking changing the laundry. Like It's just like... So everywhere you go, you're just going to load three clips? <laughs> what if you got to chase them? You only got 90 bullets. Okay, so once again, the pistol's the primary weapon. The Uzi is no, backup. No, the Uzi is the primary <laughs> weapon... The pistol is the alternative backup. No, because if I'm a cop, I'm only using the Uzi as a backup because the pistol 
Like if I but shot if, somebody, if you're surrounded, you're gonna. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Spray. That's what I'm saying. They're like, hey, what'd you shoot him with? I shot him with my nine millimeter. Okay, cool. That checks out. You know, you're suspended for a week. We'll put you back. You think on. they were suspending people in the eighties? <laughs> there was a drug war going on. They were like, no, kill more of them. We need to kill more. But if I killed him with an Uzi, they'd be like, what'd you kill him with? An Uzi? Be like, how did you get an Uzi? I'd be like, uh, I bought it from somebody. See, that's why I would use the primary weapon as the pistol. The Uzi's last resort. Like I'm in my car and like a van pulls up, and then I'm pulling out the Uzi. <laughs> Like a van like slides open the door and they have like three guys. Then the Uzi's the Uzi's coming out. That's what I'm trying to say. If I'm in a foot chase, pistol. Van pulls up next to me in traffic, slides the door open. Then the Uzi's coming out. I still think you die within a week. No. Definitely. Well, you're over here worried about what your captain, your cap's going to say about your Uzi. <laughs> All right. While they're over here getting, people are getting beheaded and killed in the streets. Okay. What would you rather have as your secondary weapon? You already have the pistol that's issued by Miami PD. Would you rather have an Uzi or brass knuckles? What? <laughs> that's not even a that's not even a fair question. Okay. Shotgun. A shotgun? Coming through the door. We're in close quarters. Boom, boom. Weapon alternative. Torture device. Brass knuckles. Where are you getting the kilos from? Boom! Where are you getting them from? Ah, Pablo! Boom! <laughs> Just cause I wanted to. We're going to we're going to. Wherever Pablo Escobar lives. Okay, and how about this? Let me ask you this. If you were in Miami Vice, the TV show. No, Miami Vice, real life. What would be more heart racing if you're the cop? You're chasing a drug, drug cartel in a boat. Like, you're in a boat, he's in a boat, you're chasing him across the ocean. Or he's in a boat, you're in a helicopter. I'm in a helicopter. That one's more intense? No, it's better. <laughs> you know, which one's more intense? Like, which one would give you like more of an adrenaline rush? Um... Alright, well, I still think the helicopter's better. I just choose the helicopter. How funny of you. Do you think someone would go to extreme lengths and jump off the helicopter and try to land on the boat? Do you think they would do that in the TV show? Depends how close I am. Like, pull a James Bond and just be <laughs> sitting in the helicopter and just be like, I got this! And just jump out. What happens if you miss? You will miss. Yeah. Physics, you know? And then you go straight you, to the I water. I imagine you get there and you just, like, break a leg, you know? They're just, like, looking at you, like... What? You thought that was gonna work? You know? Okay. So, okay. So let me flip this around. If you were the the criminal, would you rather be? If you're in a boat, you know, driving across the ocean, would you rather be chased by another boat or by a helicopter? Which one do you yeah, think would be a, a better boat. chance? Would be a better chance of getting away from it? A boat. <laughs> you think you're getting away from a helicopter? Have you ever played Grand Theft Auto before? Yeah, I have. You you don't get away from the helicopter. <laughs> You get away. You can get away from a boat, no problem. <laughs> I don't know about no problem, but bro, you also have a boat. <laughs> They're probably souped up too. You just gotta make it to international waters. Would you? Uh, yeah, and I watched a video over the weekend that actually happened over Memorial Day weekend in Miami. It's coincidentally, people were on the beach chilling, and they watched two cops chasing a boat. Like he probably was doing drugs or something. He was trying to get away. And the, Cops were on him like flies on shit. Like he wasn't getting away. Nice. So I'd probably rather get chased by the helicopter. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, no, I'd rather get no, chased by the boat. Yeah. Because at least you have a chance of like shooting at it. I don't know. Well, I don't know. Because if you're getting chased by the helicopter, you might have a chance of shooting it down. What? <laughs> you might have a chance. Do you think an Uzi reaches that far? <laughs> well, it depends how close he is. If he's lowered like on my it's level. It's a helicopter. <laughs> it can go as high as it wants to. Well, if he tries to get cute and gets like to like 10 feet away from me, then I'm going to, you know, I'll have a chance. You could shoot the boat. <laughs> yeah, 
You no, could. You're not thinking about this, dude. You're, you would be going down. You could, but... You'd be going down. I think we can agree in both situations. It'd be pretty gnarly. Yeah, we can both agree that, thank God, we were born in the 1980s in Miami, Florida <laughs> as cops, right? Thank God God didn't give me that life. It'd be I, so hard. Okay, well, that's that's my answer to your question, just to wrap it up. If I go back in time anywhere, 1980s in Miami, or maybe 1950s in Los Angeles. Wow. Like the surf scene in the 50s, I think would be pretty cool. Yeah, what if you were black? Then maybe, well, still Los Angeles, it's not the South. Like, I wouldn't want to be in the South. Like, Good point. Yeah. Good point. yeah, true. Yeah, that's that would be horrible. In the South in the fifties, that's a very good point. Yeah, I think L.A. would be. I don't know. If, I don't know what it was like, but it, I'm sure it wasn't as bad as Alabama and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, California's always been kind of like accepting free love, you know. Or New York, yeah. maybe New York, because I talked to a guy that's lived in New York for like since he's like sixty years old, and I asked him because you know you have a lot of Puerto Ricans, you know, yeah, you got Cubans. Neighborhoods. Yeah, yeah. Well, you got yeah. people that flew, that went away to New York, and that's really far away from Cuba and Puerto Rico. And I asked him, I said, Hey, why did they skip Florida and all those states and go straight to New York City? He goes, to be honest with you, that's where they felt accepted. True. He goes, that's where everybody, you know, everybody, there's a lot of people that looked like them. Uh, there was no discrimination getting hired. And that's his opinion, of course. But like he said, that's where they felt most accepted was New true, York City. True, true. So. Right. Yeah, I feel that. that that's but that was true. for the yeah. Puerto Ricans and Cubans he was mentioning specifically. But Yeah, let me ask you this. So yeah. when, were, when were we still living in the villages and stuff? What time period was that? Dude, I don't like 1,300, 1,200. Yeah. I would go back to like either that or when they were knights. You get stabbed, you're screwed. Yeah, but I would have like I would I would be the leader of a small village. What would make you the leader of a small village? Just because I'm me. <laughs> Brian, yeah, it's not gonna be the guy I with the golden be, hair down to his ass that knows how to like cut through like any guy. It's gonna be, be it's gonna be your ass, yeah, like I would be I would be rumored through the lands, you know. <laughs> I, I would have four wives, twelve children. Brian, once again, it's I'd be not the Genghis Khan of the West. It's not Prince Charming who knows like martial arts and who can handle a sword like nobody's business. It's the guy that can barely fit into his armor and <laughs> who's yeah. been smoking the hemp all day or like the yeah. yeah, they didn't have weed back then. It would be the guy who's six two, um, a little chubby, but also kind of an athlete. You know? I would be like I would be like clean clean game, you know. I'd be like the mountain. All right, I would just be people. Would, I would just be wrecking shop, dude. All right, you would stab me. Ugh, I would take it. Boom, kill you. What would you rather have as the leader? So as the leader, you have, me, you have I'm to the have, No, no. As the leader, you are. Uh -huh. You got to have the iconic weapon. Right. Would you rather have the sword or would you rather bow and arrows? Wow, um, both. <laughs> you can do that. I thought you were gonna ask me like sword or hammer. <laughs> Can you imagine a giant hammer that could just crush <laughs> steel? That'd be crazy. I'd, I'd rather have the sword. Well, you live in 1980s Miami, so it doesn't matter, all right? Brian, you get, once again, if I get shot, I could probably survive. You get stabbed, you're screwed. Why? There's no medical attention back then. Why? What are they going to do, pour magic potion on it by the local witch? Like, what are they going to do? Hey, people survived back then, you know? How? What if the knife is what what if the knife is rusty? No one had a rusty knife back then. <laughs> yes. That's what you use for protection. <laughs> okay. <laughs> People would clean the blood off their blades. Okay. Well, I'm just saying I think you'd be more, you know, up shit creek if you lived in that day and got injured rather than getting injured in the 80s in Miami where there's hospitals and stuff. You don't have to go call the, the local witch doctor to put a potion on your stab through the, you know, stomach. 
You know, if I get yeah, shot in the but arm. But you also have to fight me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm sure somebody could fight you pretty so well. So if I die, I die. I lost. With a gun, it could ricochet off the ground, and that's how they got you. What do you think your everyday agenda would look like? So obviously no TV, no crap like that. Like, yeah. What do you think your everyday agenda would look like as a knight yeah. in, in, in Camelot? Oh, okay, so I'm a knight. Um, well, you said you're the leader? Yeah, yeah. so I'm the leader. I'm not the knight. Okay, yeah. I'm the leader. Uh, knights definitely went to leaders. I don't or, know or how, the good, king how good you are at history, but yeah, yeah definitely went to leaders. Um, I'd wake up, um, do what I normally do now, <laughs> um, take a giant deuce, uh, drink some water. But you got to be careful about the deuce because that's how some people got killed because they were tunnels that people climb up and stab them while they're deuces. So you yeah. got to be careful. No, that doesn't happen. <laughs> that did happen. I read a book. You read a book? What yes. book? No, there was a book called Super Spies I read when I was like in second grade. And that was true. The, the way their tunnel system was, rival people from the other villages, they wanted to try to kill somebody. They'd wait till they're pooping. They'd crawl through the sewage. How do you know it's the right person? You just take a ch- You probably hear it talking. You, in, the, in the crapper? <laughs> yeah, but hey, Margaret, I'll be right back. Like, oh, that's King Johnny right there. Let's stab Oh, him. that's King, yeah. <laughs> I call it false advertising. I okay. don't know how real that so is. So you got to be careful about taking the poop because the tunnel system, somebody come up and then again, if it's a du- Brian McDuffie deuce, they might see you pooping like, oh, I'm, I'll come back another No one's going to climb up a shit tunnel. <laughs> yes, they would. That's crazy. If they're king. You're scaling it while getting pooped on? Yes. You got to plan it out at the right time of the day so you don't think anyone's taking deuces at 2 o'clock? Okay, what if their king offered them like, get tits. <laughs> their king offered them like 10 shillings and like the local winch, winch that night. Like, you don't think he's going to take that chance? No. <laughs> I think he's going to find a better way. <laughs> I think the king's going to hire some real assassins that know what they're doing. So if the king offered you 10 shillings uh-huh. and, <laughs> and a night with the local winch, you wouldn't do it. I don't even need the winch. 10 <laughs> shillings is a lot of money back then. But I would find a better way to do it. You know, I would infiltrate. I would. It would take six months, but I would earn those 10 shillings, you know? I'm crying over here because Brian thinks it's just so easy to be a knight back in the day, but... I didn't mean to interrupt you, so you'd wake up, you would deuce, and hopefully you don't get killed. Right, right. Okay. Hopefully, I'm around people I trust, so hopefully I don't get killed. I drink some water. And then I probably just farm because we got to survive <laughs> for the rest of the day. And I got to lead. I got to lead. I got to show by example what we're doing here. How fast would you have somebody whacked if you felt like you just had a feeling they might be double crossing you, like they want your throne? No, I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm not Alexander. I'm not going crazy with power. Yeah. I just want to maintain my little company, you know. Um, but if I did think someone was trying to run a coup, very quickly, <laughs> you would have. Would you kill him? Would you? Um, I would else hire someone to go through the sh- the shit trap. And stab him in the butt, <laughs> dude. Just, yeah, you'll bleed out in three to six weeks. Good luck. Do you, do you think, let me ask you this. What do you think the more important job was? This is a pretty good question. The local farmer or the local night guard who stood and watched all night while everybody was sleeping? Well, I don't think there was just one. <laughs> I don't think there was one local farmer who was like, hey, here's six stocks of corn. And I don't think there was one night that's like, man, I've had a 24-hour shift. <laughs> These people are lucky I'm keeping them safe. I don't think he is keeping them safe. I think the threat of the <laughs> of the whole team is keeping them safe. 
if you were the night guard and you noticed you saw some ruffling in the bushes that, you know, some of the rivals were trying to come, would you go back downstairs and warn everybody quietly and try to ambush them? You know, like, oh, they're not going to know that we know we're going to get them or we just start yelling. <laughs> I don't think you know how night times went. <laughs> no one was rustling, rustling in the bushes right next to the castle. That was not. No, you would get hit with some flame arrows from a distance and be like, oh, my God, guess what's happening? We're getting attacked. We should probably close the doors and fire some that's a trebuchet. Oh my god. What are we gonna do, King? <laughs> like, Look, we're gonna run through the back and run. That's what we're gonna do. I'm terrified. You've been watching too much Game of Thrones, like what what fire arrows do they have? You think they're bringing a freaking flamethrower with them and putting them on fire? Like, all right, light this one for me real quick. All right, now let's shoot it, shoot it. Like, what do you think's happening? They definitely had fire arrows. <laughs> How did they start the fire to put the fire on the arrow? Bro, they just were carrying a fucking uh, Kindle, you know? That would give them away. They're already going to be given away. <laughs> no, they're trying to sneak they, up you got, a, you got a million men marching towards you through a field, <laughs> all right? Chanting something because they have to chant to walk because it's hard. That would give them away. I would see the fire in the distance and be like, why are there 20... You know, tiki's on fire coming this way. Then I'll give them away. Yeah, and you're, you're going to ignore the million men walking towards you <laughs> and be like, "But I see fire." But if it's nighttime, they would get more of a distance before I notice them if they don't have. You're not going to fight stuff. at nighttime. You can't see. <laughs> that doesn't help anybody. That's what I'm saying. They would attack me at nighttime because nobody could see. That's once in a while ambush, <laughs> and that's still so risky. For the attacker. Or you know what? They can use their fire to see me. How about that? That they're bringing them They don't have to them. because they're going to light your castle <laughs> on fire. With fire arrows. Oh, God. I guess they're going to bring the cannonball along, too. Why wouldn't they? <laughs> could you probably be honest with you? This is not about pride anymore, but like... If you were actually in the group that's going to raid the, the castle... <laughs> would you do whatever you could to make sure you were in the back of the group? Or would you be the front doing the charge? I wouldn't want to be in the back. Why? Um, I don't know. I just don't. I just don't trust it. Like I feel like something bad could still happen to you because you think you're safe. Like I don't know. I'm not gonna say I'm necessarily gonna be in the front. A horse would be cool. If they would let me ride a horse, that'd be exciting. Probably um, be the first one to die if you did that. No, that's not how that works, dude. I don't know. But it was also like an honorable death back then if you died in war, mm -hmm. you know, at 17. At 17? With no wife. <laughs> no kids. Um, I can I choose that. middle? Can I choose middle? Yeah, you can do middle. I choose middle. I'd do the middle or the back. I might, might even just hide in the bushes and let everybody else fight and come out later. Yeah, but now you're like, now you're cursed through, through the whole land. I don't care. Being a coward. I'm a coward. I'm not trying to get stabbed. Like, <laughs> yeah, but you're, also, but you're also trained. You know how to fight. That's your only job is to fight. That's, uh, I forgot you're the, the leader of the town, so I'm trained by your ass, so I'm yeah. definitely going to die. No, you're definitely going to you're definitely gonna die for me. You better get your ass up there and overthrow this castle. We need <laughs> this one. We're run, we got two farmers. We're running out of crops. Let's go. Fresh water? Haven't seen it in a while. <laughs> what do you think would be a worse death? Shot in the neck with a flaming arrow or eaten by the 
cast its dragon. Definitely eaten by the not real dragon. They haven't won a game in Thro- Game of Thrones, which sounds like you're going by during this whole conversation. No, I'm also going off history. <laughs> I'm Scottish, all right? I know a little bit about castles and overthrowing England. All right, one more. What would be the worst death if you were a knight shot by a flaming, flaming arrow in the neck? Or shot by a cannonball just straight up like in the chest. Uh, arrow in the neck. <laughs> You're not going to feel cannonball. Oh, uh, it's going to kill you instantly? Instantly. <laughs> Flaming arrow. It, like, what if it doesn't hit an artery? You feel the fire. Now you're catching on fire. <laughs> and now you're burning. Why you got this wound in your neck? Okay. Like you said, there's no doctors. Maybe a winch throws some water on you. But now you're a burn victim. <laughs> and you still got an arrow in your neck bleeding out. That'd be horrible. The worst death I've ever seen in a night medieval movie. They had a pot. They had a pot of hot wax, and when the guys, the rivals were running, they poured the hot wax on the rivals that were trying to run into the castle, and the guys were like covered in steaming hot wax. Is that from the Disney original King Arthur? I don't think it'd be a Disney movie. Okay. But it was a movie we watched when we were freshmen in high school in English class. I don't remember. It was like some Greek mythology or some kind of medieval Lady thing. Beth. But. Could you maybe that? But could you imagine hot wax covering your body? That's like the worst thing. Yeah, yeah, tarred and feather, baby. That, remember when they would talk about that in history class, and you'd be like, "That doesn't sound that bad." Then you like really start to research it. And you're like, "Oh, you died from the tar? Oh, that sounds horrible." What was tar again? Tar, like actual tar that they make their streets with. But what? Did, how did the tar kill them? They would throw it on them, and I think it would like burn their brain. Oh. Right? I also might be completely wrong too. You know, I only know how castles work. But like, burn your skin, and then they would throw feathers on you. Uh, oh, what would the feathers do? It would because st- it would call me like a little chicken bitch. Oh God! Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a pretty bad death. That's a horrible death. Yeah, I'd rather get shot by a flaming arrow. The worst death I have ever seen on television was the Vikings one, where they ripped the dude's um, uh, ribs out Ooh. and and stretch it around his skin to make the the oh fuck what's it called it's called like the balding eagle or something and he like stretches his skin around his ribs from the outside after he breaks them oh my god dude what was that on uh, that's Vikings on Netflix uh, I think I don't know if it's on Netflix I think it is on Netflix. Well, it's a great he, show. Check it out. What was he doing to get punished like that? Um, he was the king, actually. Okay. And he, like, betrayed his father. He killed his father, I think. And the guy had, like, six sons, so they came back for vengeance. Oh, God. And we're like, gotcha. Yeah, they got him for sure. Did he die? Uh, no, he's alive when this happens. Oh. And then he, he dies from pain. Oh, okay. He dies from pain? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. You can just die from physical pain. What a crazy-ass death, huh? Jeez. Okay. There's definitely better ways to go than that. Okay. Fire arrow in the neck for sure. Okay. Let me ask you one more medieval question. And then I know we're almost at an hour, but I have one more like scenario for you. Uh, I got two more, like one more scenario with the medieval. And I can ask you one more like scenario that has nothing to do with what we we're just talking about. Uh, you're a comedian. Okay. I asked you this in the truck and I got to ask you this on the podcast. If you were the town joker, okay, like you're the funny guy and the king requested for you to come to the castle to perform for his birthday, would you feel pressure? Yeah, of course. <laughs> well, well, how uh, like how long? If you had two weeks to prepare, how often are you practicing in those two weeks to make sure you have the best show ever lined up? Every second of every day. <laughs> this this could be my big break. Okay. They might put me on Netflix after this one. You know. <laughs> do you think the king might try to have you killed if you don't make him laugh? Yeah, of course. That's like <laughs> what they do back then. 
This map is not funny. Bring me another. <laughs> you know? Especially because you know I'd roast his fat ass, too. I'd be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're the king. Ah, your wife's fat. Shut up. You know? That's how you imagine the king. My king in my head has a six-pack with, like, impeccable chest muscles that he can whoop anybody's ass. You need to watch more television. <laughs> Very rarely was the king ripped <laughs> or knew what he was doing. You know, most of them are like, ah, like, God loves me. I can do nothing wrong. I'm rich. And they're feeble little punk-ass bitches, dude. Yeah, but you actually wouldn't say that to a king if you had the chance. Yeah, uh, because I'm not that dumb. <laughs> but in that time, I might be that dumb. It's not like your school, uh, schools were the best, you know? I'm crying. Can I ask you one more scenario before we get on? Let's hear this. Let's okay. hear this. Okay, let me ask you this because we got a couple minutes left. This is one of those viral videos that we need to start doing with this green screen. Did you hear about that girl that pushed a bear to save I her did. dog? I did. Did you watch the video? Did you know she was 17? Yes. Yes. Did you watch the video? Yeah, yeah. So just who, whoever didn't watch it, basically, they're in California, Bradbury, California, which wait, is in Wait, 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 wait. I think I'm going to beat you to this. Um, yes, I would let my dogs die. Okay. Yes. <laughs> okay, so there's, okay, so I think you beat me to it, but yeah. uh, in Bradbury, California, just outside of L.A., there was a bear, straight up bear and its two cubs walking on top of a brick wall that was separating two houses. Uh, the dogs in one of the yards goes out to like attack the bear. I guess you could say the bear starts swiping at him. The homeowner or the owner of the dogs gets so scared she runs over and pushes the bear off the fence. Like there's a three hundred pound bear. Yeah, she pushes the bear off the fence and it like falls to the other side yeah. and like and still swiped and still swipes down. Yeah. and then it, I think it kind of like tries to come back and then realizes it's not worth it and it dips like the bear dips. I yeah. guess it was scared. So Brian, the question is, you already answered it. You would let the dogs die, yes, because yes. it's a bear. Yes. Okay. Two questions come out of this. One, what would they? What would it have to be for you to go push that bear? What? Like, what would it have to be attacking? For my you? life. <laughs> what about your kid? I love myself more than it. I don't have a kid, so it doesn't count. I've never felt that type of love yet. All right? It had to be my life. For you to push a bear? Uh, maybe my mother. You? You're dying. I'm sorry, bro. I love you, but you're dead. No way I'm risking my life against that giant beast for you for you playing games with a mama bear. Well, I guess how vulnerable it is too. like if it was like on the other well, in this case it was on the fence and she just pushed it. If it was like peeking its head over the fence just and had one claw swiping over the fence, I'd punch him in the face. No you wouldn't. Yes, I would. No you wouldn't. It wouldn't be able to get me. It's reaching up. How how small do you think bears are? <laughs> its reach is longer than it's like LeBron James swiping at you from the other side of the fence. Okay, and once he swipes once and his arms down, you're gonna me. step up on him <laughs> and punch, punch him. Yes. Like, have you taken boxing classes? <laughs> yes. You think you're gonna? You think you're gonna step up and after he's swiping at you? Okay. No, you're gonna step back and run. That's what you're gonna do. I mean, it depends. Trent, remember, you're in the back of my army. No way you're <laughs> punching a bear in the face. It depends on who's, he, who's he's attacking. If he's, like, close to my kid or, like, a family member, yes. If he's close to my neighbor. You're hypothetical. No, we're talking about right now. Yeah. Say you go outside, a bear's on your fence. What are you doing? I'm, in this case, he's he can knock down my fence because I have a wood fence. We're pretending it's a home improvement sturdy fence. I'm staying in the house. Of course you are. <laughs> See? Problem solved. That's your answer. But if you're in trouble, I'm going to try something. Well, you better throw a rock <laughs> because there's no point in both of us dying. All right? Punch him in the face. But 
punch him in the face. All right, so if we, if we were surfing and you seen a shark, would you punch the shark in the face? It's too hard. I'm underwater. Yeah, because that's where it really works against. You're going to punch this bear in the face. It's going to eat that shit. And now you just made it more angry. Or you know what? Slap him in the ears. Why? Because that would that would shake him up a little Bro, bit. Bro, he has, he has um, paws. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He's got actual bear paws. Okay. He's got he's got claws. You're gonna slap him with your human hand like a disrespect slap, <laughs> and then he's gonna slap you with his claws, and your head's gonna fall off. All right. So I guess with that, here's my other question that led to: What do you think is the most scariest animal in the world? I have my answer. I want to see. I had a debate about this at work. Um. Like, no other animal could... Like, it doesn't matter the matchup. It could be any other animal. Or what setting are we in? Dude, any setting. Okay. So, it's in their home... That's in their home setting. Oh, you mean like water or land? No, just like... Like, if I'm in a neighborhood, a lion's not that scary. No, you're in the jungle. I mean, Alright, so I'm in a jungle. So anything is an option. Yeah, any or like a savanna. Like you're in a savanna field. Anything's an option. Nowhere okay, to hide. So just scariest animal on the planet. Yeah, nowhere right. to hide. Um, I want to say lion because obviously king of the jungle. Um, they roam in packs. There's always a lot of them. Um, but for some reason, my gut is telling me Black Panther. Really? Yeah. That's your answer? Yeah, Black Panther. I think it's a gorilla. Okay, why? Because they can rip you in half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're strong. Yeah, yeah, they're strong. I, I just feel like there would be no chance of beating a gorilla with a weapon. Like, yeah, if, yeah. If you're, if you're so, you're, so you're fighting it. If, you, okay, in my scenario, you were naked by yourself. I'm most scared of a gorilla no matter what. Because also, if I have a weapon, I can maybe fend off the, the lion. If I had like a spear or something, I could stab his ass. But what if it's a friendly gorilla? I don't think he's going to be friendly. What if it's like Tarzan's mother? <laughs> what if he's friendly? And it's just nice and it knows sign language. Okay, let me put this like above board. I guess let me just be more specific. You're in the middle of a savanna. This animal is coming towards you. It's for sure trying to kill your ass to eat. What are you most scared of? So I'm in a savanna. Okay. Because forest is totally different. Savannah's like just open land. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Totally different. So like nowhere to hide is, is the scenario. Yeah, yeah. Nowhere to hide. Yeah. Um, I think it's still some type of some type of cat. Okay. You know, I still think it's a cat. Maybe a cheetah. How are you going to get away from that? Yeah, that's the fastest animal in the world. You know, like... Yeah, I get gorilla is scary, but it also has to run on all fours. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like on its hands. I feel like since they're like partially human in a way, yeah. they have like human-like tendencies. Yeah. I could see the gorilla maybe just like knocking me out and then dragging me back to his group where they dismantle me and eat me for dinner rather than the tiger just biting my neck and killing me instantly or the lion just biting me and killing me instantly. And then eating you. Yeah, yeah. He would with kill its me. other lions. Yeah, yeah. He would kill me instantly, though. With no, the you're not the instantly dead. I would die pretty quick. But you would still be alive, feeling yourself getting eaten. I feel like the gorilla would drag me, would drag me back to his group, and they would like pick me apart. No, they'd probably kill you first, and then he doesn't want to have a. He's not a. He's not trying to torture you. He wants. And do gorillas even eat humans? 
If they were hungry enough. I don't know about all that. So your answer is a lion? Oh, man, I, I don't know. I think if we're in the jungle, it's still Black Panther. What, what do you think would win? Okay, so that I kind of just flip-flop on my question. I guess so the real question is, which animal would win a tournament, a fighting tournament? Like, which animal would come on top of the tournament between each dangerous animal in the world? You put them in a cage, which one wins the tournament? Probably an elephant. An elephant over a gorilla? Yeah. Okay. You How think you, you'd also be? You think an elephant would beat a tiger? Yeah. Really? How do you? Yeah. What, you think the elephant would lose? Yeah. It's one of the biggest animals that exist. I think the tiger would jump and claw its face. Tusk, as tusk. <laughs> and it's smart. And there's nowhere for the tiger to hide. That's half of its battle is being sneaky. Okay. You don't think the tiger would jump up and claw his face? Is that going to kill it? Yeah, I could. No, I think the elephant's <laughs> going to pick it up and throw it 12 feet in the air, and that's going to hurt it. <laughs> is that the biggest animal in the world? Besides no, a whale? a whale, yeah. Besides okay. a whale? You got me, yeah. Yeah. I would say elephant. It has to be. Okay. Related to basically things that live with dinosaurs. <laughs> what? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I think they're going to win. They're known as the most majestic animal on the planet. Well, then if we're going to pull that out, then a dinosaur would for sure win because they still exist to this day. I'll bring that back. Have you never watched Jurassic Park? Yeah. Who wins? The T-Rex or the Velociraptors? That's different. The T-Rex. No. No. Guess what? These animals have teeth, too. (laughs) Who's going to win? The quick and feisty ones or the big motherfucker? That's not a comparison. That's 100% a comparison. No, because it's too big. Like if the pterodactyl, that's they're like to scale almost. If, to, if the pterodactyl, like, what is he gonna do? Try to fly and like surprise attack him? The tiger can run like under the elephant's There's legs no and stuff. There's no pterodactyl in this situation. Well, what did you say the animal was? Tyrannosaurus rex or Velociraptor? Oh, what was the Velociraptor? I'm sorry. The fucking small ones that hunt in packs and have the razor oh, sharp my claws. bad. I, I, I thought you said pterodactyl. I'm sorry. Yeah. The one with the elephant is different because the tiger can like run under the elephant, maybe scratch its stomach. Maybe try to get behind the elephant, and the elephant might be too slow to turn around real quick and get them. Stuff like that. I think you're underestimating this elephant. No, I know they're powerful and can probably kill me. But I don't No, think not it's... probably. 100% good. 100%. You know how scary that would be, being chased by a pack of elephants? Yeah. It'd be pretty scary, wouldn't it? Yeah, all right. All right, so what would be worse? Gorilla. You still think gorilla yeah. over elephant? I think that's the most intimidating, powerful animal on this planet is a gorilla. Especially the king. Oh, I think you're so wrong. Okay. Oh, gorilla. I'm so disappointed. Gorilla. All right. And I think that's about it. <sighs> tell so, us who's right. Whoever listens to this, send one of us a message and tell us who you think is right. Or give us your opinion. Because I'm looking at Trent in a disgusting <laughs> way right now. Gorilla over elephant? Yeah. Guess what? You are also wrong against uh, the King Kong movie. All right. You also lost that battle, too. Okay, according to a movie I did, but okay, cool. Uh, that's a, it's facts, all right? <laughs> that movie's all about facts. The lizard that breathes energy beams, of course it's going to win. All right, episode 10, was it good? Episode 10, how do you guys feel about it? Thank you for listening. Um, we'll get more dating advice next time. Don't be a fuckboy. This is Chief Cologne. Peace.